0: This is Hyperborean Radio, uncensored, coming at you straight out of the wasteland. I'm Celtic God. With me today is the Lorekeeper, but before we get going on to that, we have good news. We have a second mic today. That is because one of our listeners and friends, McThunder, purchased us a new microphone. So thank you, McThunder. We really appreciate it. If you want to show
1: your, uh, your thanks to him, you can follow him on Telegram at... Euro Pagan Discovery Channel and Nautica He runs both those channels. Yeah, and they have a lot of really interesting stuff on them. Is uh, the EDC?
0: He does that mostly for people just getting into paganism, and then Nautica revolves around um, sea lore, which does not get nearly enough love. And I would say fully half of our lore is actually sea lore. So it is something as dramatically underappreciated
1: well i'd say about 48 percent because there's there's land and there's sea and then there's like the sky and stars but because we don't actually live there it tends to have fewer bits but, but. It, it is a massive chunk of lore i remember when he first started it, he thought
0: oh i'm not going to be able to post that much and they started really digging into it and he's like holy
1: crap there is so much lore doesn't end One thing that I actually think that it's important to talk about, and this is actually going to go into our topic today, which is, there is no concept, if you actually think about it, that we actually hold on a pedestal of biblical masculinity. And the reason that I started thinking about this
0: is because it doesn't exist.
1: Yes. But the reason I started thinking about this is that there is a Olympian... Uh, I think he's a skater or whatever. I don't know. I don't really care. Some faglet. Pretty much. Because like this entire, the American team for the Olympics, which it's just sad that we actually ended up winning this year. I mean, I'm not an anti-go-American team, but the fact that it was diversity chosen and we still ended up getting the most medals is sad. Well, it's surprising. Yeah. Especially considering with China, I don't really think they um, are very kind to losers.
0: Anyways, what was your point?
1: My point is that this one guy, he dressed up in what I can only describe as a very bad Obi Wan Kenobi shirt that looks like it was drawn for a 18 year old attempting to wear a blouse. And when people called him on it, because he also had like a weird tiara and like a weird updo almost like a a black woman that he was a white guy. He basically uh, criticized people because he wasn't following their conception of biblical masculinity. And now we could spend the whole thing, you know, just ripping on the concept of biblical masculinity, pointing out it's too easy. It's too easy. It, It just think of what most masculine figures are in the Bible. And just in case you're going straight for Samson, he's a Palestinian sun god absorbed by the religion. Have fun with that. And for
0: real, the most masculine of the biblical, um, biblical characters. So that's not saying much because the rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too easy. It's, it's too
1: easy. Not going to do it. No, but we can contrast it because the the conception most people have of quote-unquote biblical masculinity actually refers to traditional masculine masculinity
0: right for the hyperboreans yeah They're, they're just thinking of our people who call themselves christian and call that christian masculinity when
1: that is not what it is no like the uh the tough as nails cowboy who runs a ranch in montana even if he's christian in name he is not biblically masculine that is not inherently what that is well he doesn't wear a dress he doesn't wear fag flops
0: um let me see he's he's more likely to shoot a liar and a thief than to be a liar and a thief um he's more likely to shoot somebody in the face versus stabbing them to death in their bed um what else um yeah pretty much uh, uh
1: and he, he's not going to take no shit. Well, and the most biblical part of biblical masculinity that most people have in their heads is being clean shaven. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That is literally about it. Which is crazy because most of the biblical characters also have beards. Well, it's because... well, and shaving your beard is a symbol of subservience. Which is very Christian. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that is inherently a pagan concept, is that we do not behave subserviently. I mean, being a coward, being weak was... Well, some people take it too far and they're like, well, being pagan
0: means that you kneel to no one. No, 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 no. It means that you, if you do kneel to somebody, they are worthy of it. And at any point that they
1: stop being worthy of it, um, you retract. You can retract that. Well, and you and I've actually discussed this before. Is our people don't really bow. Like the closest you get is like the German head nod, which mm-hmm. is more of an acknowledgement of respect than like you have the Japanese and the Chinese and the whole bowing so low. Mm-hmm. Like it sort of became a thing in like some courts, but really bowing's not really a thing. Yeah, Neither a lot it. of
0: those, uh, in particular, is like French emperors wanted to get Europeans to do that and most of those guys ended up a head shorter
1: yeah yeah france is not very n- well known for um it's i been- mean now they have a
0: bunch of ponces like the the dude um uh let me see per- perfect christian uh masculinity i guess watching the show it's uh I, I forget what the hell it was about but these these guys they they're meeting with some specialist french dude And they're like, oh, hey, we're having problems with our equipment. Would you mind waiting a couple minutes so that we can set everything? The guy jumps up. Stop threatening me. You asked me to come here. Now you're telling me I got to wait. Why are you threatening me? You don't threaten me. I will leave. Blah, blah, blah. Acting like a fucking woman that's not getting his way. That's not masculinity. And there are way too many French people that act like that. Way too many Americans that act like that. Way too many Brits to act like that, but by by and large, it's, it's so many of the French act act like that. We need to grab these dudes by the scruff of the neck and spank them like the children that they're behaving like. We need to not accept that. I would have
1: lost my shit on that dude. Well, and some of them might actually enjoy that. That's the sad bit. But I know who you're talking about. Um, I forget his name. But basically, he's a doctor that specializes in the cave of lords in France. It's, uh, he's a cunt. Yeah. But it's basically a miracle cave, probably appropriated from paganism, like almost everything else in Catholicism. And he's a cunt. Yes. And this is the issue is people keep talking about how the Christian values have fled the West. Christian values haven't fled the West they've exploded they are everywhere now Mm -hmm. we are even though we are hyper atheist and there's supposedly supposed to be a respawning of paganism you know what didn't come along with the paganism the pagan virtues when i can have somebody who is i don't even know like a purple haired uh I don't even know what gender they were supposed to be. Maybe it was clown. I don't. I can't keep track of their nonsense anymore. S- referring to me and my friend as the evil they must fight, and even quoting the frickin' Havamal mm-hmm. because we were willing to defend ethnic faith. And ba- and the dumbest thing is, this person, sadly, was white. Mm-hmm. So, what are they even arguing about?
0: Well, it's because we're removing the universalism, which is a Christian concept. It, well, yeah, it's one of the, the Christian concepts. It's not the Christian concept. Because there's more than one, we talk about it all the time, there's more than one form of universalism. But, um, yeah, yeah, all people are the same. All people are created equal. Well, I guess straight out of the womb, but even
1: then, some people are more equal than others. Yes, Well, and one, where was I going with this? But basically the thing I'm trying to get at and to round this all back to masculinity is we are becoming less and less masculine from a traditional pagan point of view. When people talk about fighting against biblical masculinity, what they're actually fighting against is a somewhat twisted, but still fairly functional form of just Western masculinity. Mm Mm-hmm which is t- is based off of european tradition because it's based off of biology, spirituality, culture and environment. You know, the well,
0: because I've had this conversation too. Well, you talk about masculinity all the time. But what is masculinity? You see, in Africa, the men hug each other, kiss each other on the lips and they'll they'll openly walk holding each other's hands. It's just a cultural thing. Uh, Okay, fine. That's masculinity for
1: them, but that is not masculinity for us. Well, I mean, the Africans freaking dress up like freaking peacocks and they find it masculine and something to be proud of that they run from conflict. Mm -hmm. Whether you believe in convergent, divergent, I don't care what kind of evolution or lack thereof. We're not the same species as them because if you run in our people and leave your family to die you are worse than dirt yeah and that is not christian masculinity there there's a whole story where a dude is just supposed to forgive god for killing his entire family horribly because god wanted to win a bet
0: yeah well and most people don't read that fucking book anyways I don't blame them. It's a horrible book.
1: Well, and that's the thing is, it, and we've talked about it before. Is there's this inevitable return to mean. People talk about it with IQ, but it's the same with spirituality. It's why Sinterklaas, in some people. It's why Claus in some people's view is slowly becoming a, a reindeer centaur, or a, or just a wizard or right. something. It's these things are returning to mean because if you, the thing about the church is all it has to do occasionally to keep people in line is occasionally just start a mass killing and everything resets. Mm-hmm. It's why they redesign their religion every few hundred years. It's not
0: even every few hundred years. It's like every 50 to 100 years.
1: Well, and they rewrite the Bible every few years. I think
0: uh, the Bible's rewritten every seven.
1: Yeah, and then that's before getting into the various racial versions because the African oh, yeah. Bible is not the same as the European Bible. But...
0: And there's like a half dozen different European versions.
1: Well, because like someone might bring up, uh, well, biblical masculinity and point to, I don't know, that crazy Mormon cowboy that existed when Mormonism was first starting out West. Mm -hmm. That's traditional Western masculinity that just happens to be done by someone who is of the Christian faith.
0: Well, and then we probably have some people out there right now asking, well, what is the pagan virtues then what is the the standard hyperborean virtues it can be boiled down to three things strength courage and wisdom anything that we should do or anything that we do should
1: incorporate all three of those if applicable at all well and if you think about it the three things our people loathe the most cowardice weakness and stupidity. And stupidity. The three things our people will literally put you out in the cold to die for.
0: Yeah. So our our virtues they're they're always wrapped around strength, courage, and uh, and wisdom. Oh, but what if what if somebody doesn't have any arms? Then it's not like they can lift a lot of stuff. At this point, now I have to say, well, you're the opposite of of being wise, and you're pretty foolish do not understand that strength encompasses more than just physicality.
1: Well, because it applies to both. We're talking about masculinity here, but you can also look at from the perspective of femininity. Women, our women, are actually fairly strong. I mean, uh, McThunder was actually reading up a bunch about how the, the Gaulish and Celtic women were ridiculously strong and an easy match for the Roman men at the time because they had become civilized and soft, even in warfare. But... Our women, compared directly to the men, are physically weaker. But they can still be absurdly strong emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the woman that is willing to go between two raging men and just basically get them to stop. Or um, a good example, I don't know how many people have seen this film. but well, there's the mo- physical,
0: mental, and emotional strength.
1: Yes. And mental and emotional is kind of what the women have to focus on but they still should be able to hold their own if Mm -hmm. they absolutely have to that's why like uh your mother and the women in your family traditionally not only trained uh hand to hand they also trained in like throwing daggers and uh, projectile weapons Mm -hmm. it's because well they
0: focused on projectile weapons
1: well and just to give the women a little pat on the back and we will eventually do a femininity podcast uh, directly uh, as the comparison. Yeah, we're trying to,
0: to, to match things up to where we can um, do it with with, uh, with Thunder.
1: Uh, yes. Is um the women are better at sniping. You are much better snipers than men. That is one natural. Yep,
0: all you guys, I know that all the world record holders are men for for these shots. However... You need to start looking up some of these, uh, some of the female ones, because most of the world record holders. Well, there's the Polish dude that's World War Two, um, but longest shot stuff like that. That's actually more reliant on the equipment. But there were some some ferocious female snipers, World War One and World War Two, um, Korea. There was uh, some Korean uh, uh, women there that were just amazing snipers, and a sniper isn't always from a mile away shot with a massive shoulder cannon. Sometimes the snipers are only shooting a few hundred meters, like 100 meters or, or less even. Sniper doesn't always mean really long shot.
1: Precisely. And to tie this back into uh, males, Seymour Hayek, probably the most famous sniper ever, killed a, I forget how many, but in the Winter War between Finland and Russia. Mm -hmm.
0: You're talking about the ghost?
1: Yeah, the ghost. Uh, Basically, I mean, I think he was even a farmer. Like, he wasn't even in the military at the time. He was a farmer. He's one of the most famous uh, marksmen of all time. And he was up against impossible odds. I mean, just in general, anyone going up against Russia is just by default going up against impossible odds. All of his
0: shots was by modern standards considered really short shots insanely short shots. Like a hundred, uh, I think between one and 300 meters is what most of his kills was that that's almost as good as getting up and sniffing their hair as far as a sniper is concerned.
1: Yes. And what I'm getting at though, is this propensity for masculinity within the Western and the pagan mind to be willing to go up against impossible odds. Not because your God is with you, but because you need to.
0: Well, part of that masculinity, because this is one thing that drives me nuts. Don't participate or even attempt to participate in, a, in the oppression Olympics. Stop whining like a little bitch. We understand life is not fair. We have many enemies. But whining about it? Oh, they're so mean to us. Look at how they portray us in movies. They're gender bending. They're race
1: bending. Stop watching the fucking movies then. Well, and on top of that, well, and someone even pointed it Let's out. Start
0: you, gathering money up and making movies. There's a masculine fucking thing. Either make start making movies to counteract them, or stop watching them and start doing other things.
1: Yeah, or like someone actually pointed out, there's a whole backlog of very masculine characters. They're called pulp novels. Yes. Pick up some Conan. Pick up some Solomon Kane. Some Doc Savage. The Shadow. So that's some good shit right there. But the thing is, is you aren't allowed to be a coward in paganism. You can't just shirk away like, yes, master. Yes, I'll listen, master.
0: Oh, but life isn't fair. Life is so unfair, mister. You don't understand what it's like to be oppressed by the man.
1: (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? Men don't do that. No, that's why it's a slimy feeling. And I don't know if the other races get it, but I, I know that uh, weak, weakness and um, cowardice are very not seen very positively in places like Japan, but I can't speak for every culture everywhere. But for our people, these people are disgusting. They, they leave a, a, almost a slimy feeling when you interact with them. The, the cowardice, the weakness, the the stupidity. And here's the thing is, one of the reasons I think a lot of people focus on the stupidity and the idiocy right now is that information has simultaneously never been easier or harder to find. Mm-hmm. So not knowing certain things is become kind of unacceptable.
0: Well, yeah. And, and here's the thing, all the, info, all the information really that we put forward, it's there, but you just got to, you have to know how to find it because it's, it's, hardly ever the very first thing when you do your google search and here's another thing with with uh, masculinity since we want to uh want to talk about that again stop carrying your freaking brain in your hand
1: yes or and stop i understand some of our guys are more achilles build but i am getting tired of seeing knowing that our people are actually designed to be very strong as our default but that's- Yeah, the build of our youth and then guys in their 30s, 35, 40, end up either as Timon or Pumbaa. And this is not natural. And it's really sad to see. And it's because we're so sedentary that we're basically turning into domesticated pigs.
0: Well, yeah, we either turn into the domesticated pig or the running man. Well, like. No, no. Just just don't. Kids run. It's fine for them to run. Um, I, I even encourage them to run. Don't run for the sake of running. I mean, run to do something. At least chase a freaking ball. Have some fun while you're doing it. Um, jogging through the woods, that's fine. But doing it to specifically stay lean is not good for us. And science is finally starting to catch up. There's some studies to even um, substantiate what I'm telling you. It's bad for our knees. It's not good for our our backs as we become men and not boys anymore.
1: And it's not that we can't, but we shouldn't be putting our focus there. Well, and this brings to another point of uh, masculinity in the traditional Western pagan way. And Eastern pagan. Because when I say Western, I mean what people typically view as... Back up. Hyperborean. Hyperborean. Our people. The way that it's actually done... You are expected to behave like a man by the time you're, basically, the time you've got pubes, preferably a little earlier. As an, however, you aren't considered a full-on adult until you've either a earned it, or you're in your basically late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so long to wait. Not really. They, there's a reason the Spartans didn't let you marry till you were thirty, if you were male. I'm going. I'm
0: going to piss off a lot of the women right now. That's listening, but there's there's an old saying for this: women age like milk, and men age like fine wine. And if you listen to the, listen to them, uh, the, the females, and watch them, they get so mad because this guy was good looking when he was when he was thirty. He stayed in shape, and he's fifty two, and he's even better looking now. It's just
1: not right. Well, and just just to just to give the woman a little credit here. Aging like milk is not always bad. You have the option to age gracefully into a a fine Gouda. Here's the thing. Aging like milk. You can
0: either become sour milk. Just absolutely disgusting. Or you can age into something wonderful like cheese or butter or some kind of yogurt. You know, something, (laughs) something that you still want. Might even actually pursue. Or sour milk. It's your choice. It's like guys, we can age like wine. That's not always good because um, do
1: we end up as great wine vinegar? <laughs> wine vinegar versus a, I don't know. I don't know wine names. Uh, a good wine. A good wine. Let's go with a good wine. Yeah, let's, let's just be generic. But that is an option for us males too.
0: We don't get a free pass simply because we have uh, balls and uh, and and a. Uh, I'll use the proper term, penis, the penis. Just because we have a penis doesn't mean that we get a free pass. Uh, but it's the same thing for, for females. Um, when you're young, you will never be more beautiful. But that doesn't mean that you can't become beautiful in a different way because th- there's females out there 60 years old, still just banging hot,
1: just hot. Yeah, it's just a different they way. aged
0: well. They, they took advantage of, of that aging like milk thing. Yes. They're hot.
1: Well, and just to get into this, any woman that's getting offended by this, we're men. We're just telling it like it is. Mm-hmm. We're letting you know how the- I ma- don't give no fucks. Pretty much. Because here's the I'm thing. I'm done
0: being nice.
1: Me too. Because You're... I
0: shouldn't have ever been nice in the first place. I tried. No. It's... I, I tried. It it's failed. It all it gives me headaches, makes my eyes bleed. I can't be nice. I'll be kind. But kindness is quite often mistaken for cruelty or weakness.
1: Yes. And I guess the point I'm getting at here is the reason I'm telling it like it is for the females is the same reason that many other people have said it. Is.
0: Well, the reason why we're honest is because we love them.
1: Yeah. I don't want the women that listen to us if there's. I know most of the women that listen to us are either married or like older 20, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And again, there's variance, but the main thing is, is there are different rules for males and females. Mm-hmm. That's just biology. I mean, look at any animal, uh, any mammal of the North. There are different ways the males and the females behave, different roles,
0: different ways that they age.
1: Yes. Different
0: ages that they die at.
1: Well, we have plenty of trade-offs for the stuff we have. What male uh, hyperborean males we tend to mature we're not fully mature but we'll pretty much look well we, we mature, mature later yeah the the females tend to mature mid to late teens you have some early bloomers and some late bloomers but yeah. that's, that's sort of when they that's like well, the average well yeah and then they like stop aging for like 10 years mm-hmm. men don't really have anything similar happen until we're like 30 And then we might not age for 10 years, save some gray, maybe a thicker beard, maybe Maybe, a bit more muscle mass. There's variation all the way across. But But in general, there's a reason you don't consider males adults till they're 30 in ancient cultures.
0: Well, look at any young married couple where they're just a year or two apart, but they're low 20s. And the woman will be screaming at the guy that he's not a real man. Why?
1: Because he's not. No, and he might be a
0: man, but he is not a real man yet.
1: No, and with men, it's both mental and physical. And physical both in terms of how we look, as well as the resources we have that can classify us as an adult male. Because, like, just to use myself for an example, early 20s, I was a lot more scrawny. I was about the same height, maybe a little shorter. I had much less broader shoulders. I didn't. I barely had a beard. I was not as confident. I was not as physically strong. I was not as capable. I was, simply put, I was a weaker version of myself in every single way.
0: Well, and and there's other trade-offs too, as we get older, um, younger versus older. Like in general, if you have a a young man, he should be a young man at 19, right? Or 16, somewhere. Between sixteen, screw it, let's round it out, sixteen to twenty years old, young man, because he should be mentally there, but he's still, he's still growing up, he's still maturing. Um, versus the thirty-five year old, I am going to lay money blind, one dollar every time. I will lay money without ever looking at at the the competitors, that the young guy is faster in a foot race. The old guy is stronger for straight lifting. I will win more money than I will lose placing those bets.
1: Precisely. I mean, it's why strongmen, the only thing that takes the older strongmen out of the games is not that they're weaker than the younger ones. It's the injuries. It's the injuries. If a strongman successfully did not get a single injury his entire career, by 50, he might easily be the world champion. No contest.
0: Yeah, untouchable.
1: Assuming he never got injured. The injuries are what put them out of, because strongman is a very demanding sport, mm-hmm. and well, there's all
0: kinds of, of the younger guys that that compete, like um, twenty five to twenty seven years old, have already torn biceps, have already ripped lats off from their bodies, and had to have them surgically reattached.
1: Well, yeah, because the entire sport is basically, what will break first?
0: How close can I get to completely unraveling myself?
1: Can I turn can I finish this before I turn inside out from my sphincter well and there are
0: some some guys that's um I think 27 is is one of the guys he recently set a, a world's record and all all the the established strongmen they're like you're this strong now if you keep training and avoid injury by the time you hit 30 to 35 years old you're going to be blowing these numbers out of the water. But if you're not careful, because they're, they watch out for each other. If you're not careful, you're going to break this, rip that. And then while you won't get weaker, you also won't gain those, those, that extra strength, the old man strength.
1: Well, and this actually brings to another thing, which is it's actually possible for males to physically mature faster because i've met like people who are when i was like they're 18 the 19 to the rule, yeah but like i've met 19 year olds that look like they're late 20s
0: yeah and usually they die by the time they're 50
1: yeah it's a, it's a rare occurrence but it happens but mentally they're still 19 year olds they just right. look 10 years older than they are but these guys that mature really quickly like that these
0: are the guys that um, they have a tendency to die of a massive coronary when they're 45
1: or 52 well yeah right? because
0: they actually mature quicker.
1: Well, and if you think about it from, uh, well, yeah, it's basically whatever caused this to be the case genetically, basically you're playing out at the same rate, but on a different scale. Mm -hmm. Like if your family traditionally lives to like 50, you might look how most guys would look at 30 at 20, Mm -hmm. but you're also going to die when you're 55, when other people might live to 75, 85, 95, whatever.
0: Yeah, unless you're in my family, and then you either die at fifty-two or hundred, and who knows how old.
1: Yes, which actually that brings- when the
0: old people are like he, he was old when I was a child. That's how old the people in my family lived. The, the males we either die at fifty-two or so old that by the time we die, the old people remember being little children when the one that just died was still was already old.
1: Yes. And this is, I'm hoping for the latter or death on battlefield for you, because that would probably be preferable. The point being with all that is the biblical masculinity doesn't exist. But our natural masculinity, the kind that emanates from us on a biological, spiritual, emotional, environmental level, that does exist. When people are attacking the concept of biblical masculinity, aside from some random crap the Protestant church has put on top of it or whatever, we are actually dealing with a fairly pagan form of masculinity. The self-sacrificing for family, the physical strength, the uh, dominance, the confidence, all these things that if you actually look at the main characters in the Bible, didn't they didn't have them. Yeah. And, um,
0: it, it really, I, I i don't even know what to say on this because, um, for me, it's actually e- easier to describe all the things that's not masculine because it's extra steps for our, for our males to not be masculine. They
1: have to actually go through extra steps. Well, and that's watching pa- your mouth. Yeah. It, it's actually something that I've been tr- myself because C.G. is a country boy from the U.P. raised basically by pagans. Myself, I was, I'm a, I was raised in a city by a bunch of liberal people that worked at a college. So two very different upbringings. I've had to unlearn a lot of things. And this is not easy. And I'm going to recommend to every male that was in a similar situation to myself growing up in this pretty much effeminate world. Do it, actually do it. Work to reclaim your masculinity because you never should have lost it in the first place. And, and it's you will... not
0: about playing dress up.
1: No, it's not about putting on the lumberjack clothes and growing your beard out. It's about actually doing the masculine things. Be ready to defend, be strong, be courageous, stand up for yourself. Don't be a pacifist. Don't be someone who backs down from a fight. Don't be a coward. Don't be stupid. Don't, don't lash out blindly. That's the same because thing. Because that's a
0: that's a feminine thing. And it's a childish thing.
1: Precisely. It's the hallmark of a man is being able to control and direct your emotions. And it's something that a lot of our males, simply put, have to learn. Because a lot of us are basically acting like discount females and gays.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm kind of foolish. I forgot. Um, we lost our sponsors on uh, Anchor FM because we're naughty. We're naughty. We're yeah, so I, naughty.
1: Yeah, I was going to say something, but uh, I didn't want to derail the conversation.
0: Yeah. Uh, th- and then it just dawned on me, so I derailed it. Yeah. Um, so currently right now we are completely fan-sponsored. You guys are our sponsors. So if we're doing a good job, help us out uh, so that we can grow, we, we can get better equipment like Thunder helping us out directly, actually, with, with the mics. Sent straight to our door, uh, but you don't have to do all that. Just toss a, toss us a couple bucks, and all these couple bucks can add up until we can get better equipment and more equipment, and um, maybe pay somebody to, to help edit because we're doing all the um, the writing and everything else. Yeah,
1: so that we can do show stuff. Toss a coin to your Hyperborean radio hosts. Yes, we accept cash, <laughs> <laughs> but. I think one of the reasons that this stuck out to me so much is the left and we go after the left a lot, but it's the same reason that like Tim Cass will go what after did the it, left.
0: Th- this is what pisses me off about the left. They're robbing females of their femininity and they're taking that same femininity that they're stealing from the women, thrusting it onto the males. They're stealing the male's masculinity and thrusting it onto the females.
1: And society can't function that way because neither is... Well, it makes is... everybody
0: crazy. It makes them miserable.
1: Well, yeah, because men behaving like women is one of the worst things you'll ever see. And women trying to be men is one of the most embarrassing things you'll ever see. Yeah.
0: Well, and here's one thing that absolutely disgusts me. When I see a man's hands and I can't tell the difference between the man's hands and a woman's hands...
1: Or um, this is really common now, the bean sprout man and the uh, land whale female. Yes. These are two things. Women, feed your men. Yes, stop eating their food. Yes, stop eating their food. But it's gotten to the point where it's actually used in advertisements now. This is not normal. The female should not be bigger than the male. This is not how nature works. We are not hyenas. Hyenas. Well, I think our females should be very happy they're not hyenas because that faux penis that the hyenas have, they have to give birth through that.
0: Serves <laughs> oh. the bitches right.
1: Well, yeah, because this is another thing is the hyenas that are matriarchal, they're horribly abusive to the males. Mm-hmm. Saint, uh, and bonobos, which are also matriarchal, which explains a lot about the Africans. There's, there's a
0: lot of African animals that are completely matriarchal. And it's a, it's a train wreck.
1: It's a, it's a giant train wreck. And it's not that matriarchs aren't important. We've done entire shows on the importance of having the balance between the masculine and the feminine spheres, the patriarch and the matriarch. And why all this backing up and explaining this? Because we understand one, we might have some
0: new listeners, but odds are, um, well, and, and even then people will have a tendency not to listen.
1: Well, and then when they do listen, they'll pick up bits and pieces because we're not here to rag on females at all, but men should not be behaving in an effeminate way. Right. Uh,
0: Guys, when a woman tells you, but these low
1: cut pants, I got them in the men's section. Say, that's great. Take them back. Precisely. And here's the thing, men. Is it true that men have traditionally worn what most people would call a skirt or a dress? Technically, but they were cut for men, and they didn't look like the floral and they blouse. they were called
0: kilts or robes.
1: Kilts, robes, whatever they those. They had a different cut to them, yes. specifically
0: for men.
1: Yes, just because it's a long shirt does not make it a dress. Yeah. Don't wear that. That's
0: that's like I would love to go around wearing a kilt, a traditional war kilt, as a matter of fact. However, I know how our society looks looks at that, and I'd be forced to beat people right to death.
1: Well, I've admitted I would rather be wearing a kilt, but I understand immediately, no matter what kind I would get, I would immediately be considered to be wearing a skirt in modern society, Mm -hmm. which, and then you also have- It's something
0: that we can work towards fixing, but we have to do it as a a group, not as individuals here and there.
1: Well, it's like- um, Like,
0: I don't think anybody would go to the Highland Games and say, these guys get it. They're wearing
1: dresses no not if they wanted to keep all their teeth
0: so yeah basically that's how we'll have to do it but just wearing them out and about no nah, people's gonna think that you're wearing a skirt so don't do that don't wear the um the the low top pants the skinny jeans the oh here's a lovely boss and men are really wearing these or what was that thing that there's uh as several as like a decade or so ago they was trying to get men to carry purses and they called them something
1: messenger bags
0: yeah, yeah, don't, don't do that. But they didn't even call them messenger bags. I think they called them man bags or something like that.
1: I don't know. But another thing is men and women. And this is why there are separate spheres well, they're in trying paganism. Well, women.
0: women to not wear skirts or dresses.
1: Oh, yeah, it's actually really rare for me to see a woman in a dress anymore. Or even a skirt. Women, it's okay for you to wear dresses. Yes. And, yeah. There's a reason that in paganism, in our traditional ways, there's a male sphere and a female sphere. It's because when you try to make both of these interlock, neither is happy. Why in the world are we at the point in society where an anti-man spreading chair has been invented? And this was a few years back, but I remember the anti-man spreading chair. Some announcer had to sit in it to like do it. And he popped one of his testicles. Mm-hmm. Women, we have something between our legs. And simply put.
0: Our women should be actually stepping up and defending our our men from this nonsense. Well, it,
1: it, basically, if you want to start solving. And, and,
0: and how to defend the men from this nonsense is say, that is stupid. And then praise the masculine men.
1: Yes. Because the reason most, a lot of young men are choosing to act feminine is because the women are rewarding them. You have no idea the amount of power you have on those young men that are desperate for an ounce of feminine attention.
0: Right. I mean, the women, they don't even have to actually attack anything. All they have to do is find these masculine traits and praise it and encourage other women to praise those masculine traits. And then it begins to happen. Well, Women I mean, don't need to actually attack anything.
1: Well, I mean, you want to see where why testosterone is going down. Men don't use it anymore. We're, well, Not men, males. Because mm-hmm. there are 14-year-old men and there are 40-year-old boys in modern society. But the skinny jeans don't help. I'm just going to say that right now.
0: Well, and then, then there's other things too, like, Uh, us males we have a responsibility in this too um so part of our masculinity is to encourage the feminine so we need to start actually encouraging the feminine women let them know that we appreciate them being feminine and here's some things these are red flags guys you see the woman with the overly done brows don't date her you see the woman with uh with her makeup on point don't date her. You see the woman with her fingernails immaculately done. Don't date her. And shoot her down if she even approaches you. Why? Because these are all the modern hallmarks of fucking insanity. Well, and here's a basic th- Look, the nails, they're, they're even starting to shape them to the point where they don't even resemble fingernails anymore. It's not even like the, the long hook claws. They're starting to sculpt them into, like, crosses and little hammers. and uh, They're getting fucking ridiculous with it. We need to start shooting this shit down and encouraging the females to actually be feminine. Mock them when they wear yoga pants and they're not in yoga class. Mock them when they wear the, the slipper things. You know, like when you go to store and they're, they're wearing fucking pajamas?
1: Point and laugh because they're too fucking lazy to get dressed. Or in the case of uh, men, the metrosexual fad should never have happened. I'm just going to be fairly honest right now.
0: Yeah, we should not be getting our,
1: our hair shaped. If we get it
0: shaped, it should be off. We, we shape it to the shape of our skull by cutting it off. We don't get edged and lined and put on the fucking mascaras or whatever it is that they're calling it now.
1: Well, part of it is uh, honestly- Men getting manicures and
0: pedicures.
1: Oh yeah, manicures, pedicures.
0: And I don't give a fuck if you're eight feet tall, 500 pounds, pure fucking muscle. If you get a manicure or a pedicure, I am going to fucking mock you. Even if you kick my ass, you'll be minus one eye by the time you're done.
1: Well, and this is actually a problem that is just persisting in the, not only the pagan revival, but the attempted cultural revival across our people in general. And this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't care because people need to hear it. Sometimes you need to be mocked.
0: Or just told no.
1: Or just told no. Because here's the thing is there were a lot of people that were against people being called Karen because how that's mostly used on white women. Well, yeah, yeah, and
0: this is my response to that. Well, if they didn't act like that, they wouldn't get called that.
1: Well, yeah, there's some idiots that throw it out, but there's also people that call. I, I mean, don't mean we know. could call them
0: bitches or cunts. I'm I'm perfectly good with going back to that. Well,
1: pretty much the only reason that it, we people switched to Karen was it was a more specific name and it wasn't offensive when they first started. And anyone who's worked in a service job before knows exactly what a Karen is.
0: Oh yeah. You can spot them coming from like way far away from across the store.
1: And it's, it's really, really a thing. And here's- I've
0: never been shocked by Karen.
1: No. And the thing is, the simple fact is these things need to be called out. Just like the weakness in our men, just like the cowardice in our people, just like the unhealthy habits, both physical. And that means both the Timons and the Pumbas. Both the ones that have 100 pounds of fat hanging off them like meat curtains. And the ones that look like you could play xylophone on their ribs. Neither of these situations are healthy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean become a what people would term a bully. But you do need to... We need to actually hold each other to some freaking standards. Mm-hmm. I don't know how in the world the such a huge swath of an, the people trying to resuscitate our culture and our people have fallen to the point where I can't tell the difference between a 15-year-old meme lord and a 35-year-old. When did discourse, the attempt of reawakening the spiritual, philosophical, and cultural touchstones and core of our people downgrade to what a Chad move, bro. Yeah, that's fine. If you're a few teenagers just shooting the shit, I'm not going to vilify you for enjoying well, the dog. All is
0: doing the exact same thing. And that they do in general society, just in a slightly different way. It's like the, you have followers and you have leaders and how many people have, have we seen? Oh, I'm going to show how unique I am. By dyeing my hair pink, or I will get a leather jacket just like everybody else to show just how individual I am. In our circles, they did the same thing. They just follow the the crowds. No thought, no questions, no nothing. They just regurgitate. This is not a masculine way to behave either. It's okay to freaking follow because not everybody can be a commander or a general but you should be able to think for your fucking self you should know why you're following
1: well to start off with the whole internet thing with the alphas and the betas is nonsense the there is only one alpha in any group everyone else no matter how badass that person is is a beta by default because there's only one alpha then you got the ones that are lower than them and those are the omegas Most of the people... The omegas are
0: the ones that get kicked around by everybody
1: else. Or in the case of today, become male feminists.
0: Yes. Um, They're omegas, not betas.
1: And using the term beta removes this simple fact that not everyone is a leader. The alpha is a leader.
0: Well, and here's something else that's interesting. And people usually don't believe me when it comes to nature for some reason. Until basically I can find a video proving it. But if you have a good alpha wolf because that that's that's where these terms are are derived from is from the wolves in particular if you have a good strong alpha wolf they're not always dogpiled just because they get injured on occasion they're actually loved by their pack and he might get injured and then the betas will then reinforce for him so basically they step in as his champion until he is healed and on, on occasion there's some wolf packs where the alpha was so old that he was blind and effectively deaf he was still in charge
1: and this dear listeners this is why and I, I haven't actually said it in a long time but the way that hyperboreans tend to set their societies up are like a halfway point between the bears and the wolves which makes sense why our high kings were traditionally considered bear kings right i mean really a
0: a more realistic way to um think of the betas is like the warriors and the champions and then you have the omegas that just do what they're told to do and they don't really question anything and they lash out and basically they have to be kept kept in check because they'll attack the puppies they'll attack the females the females will Start fights with the males for absolutely no reason until the male is forced to defend himself and injure her. Those are all the omegas, the ones that can't control themselves. And then you have the betas, which can control themselves and they do have, you know, that inner strength, that self-control. And then you got the alpha that the betas follow. And when things are really perfect, really good, the alpha doesn't have to actually throw his weight around. He is followed and protected by the betas because they love him, not because they have to. Now, you do have alphas that fight their way to the top. And as soon as those ones get injured, and and they they rule by force. But as soon as those ones get injured, at best, they can hope to be left behind. And at worst, as as,
1: as soon as they show any weakness, four or five of the betas will kill them. And this is the difference between the alpha that's there because they're an asshole and the alpha who's there out of respect and this is also why hereditary kingship and this is getting way into a different zone but it's still valid the kind the concept of hereditary kingship is really new to our people it, it, even though we don't really well, even do over, it the no course course of of, over the course of history over the course of history because we didn't do it for the longest time you might have more renown but you also have more expectations if your father was famous there's Mm -hmm. no guarantee that you yourself will succeed them
0: yeah even right up into the middle ages it was still more common than not for the um the hereditary leader to have to actually do something to earn it
1: precisely and this actually appears in some folklore where my kingdom goes to whoever completes this task
0: Mm mm-hmm Or whichever of my sons, so on and so forth.
1: Or in some cases, all I've got is a daughter, guys who live in my kingdom. Accomplish this impossible task, you get my daughter. You get to be king. Right.
0: My kingdom is yours, my daughter's hand for you to have, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Um, But yeah, and the thing is, it sounds like we're getting off topic, but we're not. It's still part of masculinity.
1: Well, it's respecting... Leadership.
0: It's part of masculinity.
1: Well, it's respecting someone because of something they've earned versus respecting someone because of what they're called. Mm -hmm. Because there's a very big difference between respecting a king simply because he came out of the queen's, you know, gaping axe wound and the situation of being a king because you earned it because people follow you by choice. Mm-hmm. There is a very big difference and in nature, the person who's king by birth doesn't tend to live very long. In fact, in many cases if they try to claim their thro- their claim their throne, quote unquote, they will be killed. Why? Because how dare you petulant person think that you can outrank me? Mhm under christendom there's this idea of the divinely ordained king and it's not that there's never these mythic figures that are quote unquote destined to be king they can still fuck it up and they often do in the myths but that's not most kings that's why they're mythic it's not that they never exist it's that they're rare which is why they enter myth every single king just like every single president every single queen Every single person who has run a group, company, or anything like that does not necessarily become a mythic figure. And they're not. And simply put, merita, meritocratic societies is what we try to create as a people. It's why we still, to this day, hold on to the belief that the people in charge are smart. They know what they're doing, and they know best. It's because it's our,
0: it's in our instincts
1: to believe that because naturally that's how it should be. Well, yeah, no one would follow them just because they have money. But in the modern day, here's a hundred bucks for you. Here's a hundred bucks for you. Here's a hundred bucks for you. Wave this sign and tell people how great I am. Mm
0: -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, really we need to reclaim our masculinity. Part of our responsibility of being masculine, which I don't think is mentioned nearly enough is to reinforce the notion of what is feminine. What do we expect of our females? And if they can't basically toe that line, not being afraid to be alone. Be like, yeah, this is exactly why the world is the way that it is. When you see all these these news articles and and the advertisements about men just aren't dating anymore, it's because of cunts like you. Stop behaving that way and maybe men will be willing
1: to date again. And just because we uh, I've actually read.
0: had that conversation with women by the way.
1: Well, and one thing I want to bring up and women, this doesn't mean that when the uh, pimply 14-year-old tries to ask you out and you're the most popular bangin' hot girl in school that you have to do anything other than just not laugh in his face. That's it just just don't laugh. Because simply put, I'm of the opinion that we should not have the teenage boys and the teenage girls. I mean, girl. there,
0: really, there is no gentle way to turn somebody down. No, there is no good way to but do But just it. don't laugh.
1: And no. don't lie. Don't lie. Don't laugh. The reality is, is the young men in high school are potentially the lowest status they will ever be. Mm -hmm. They're not cute enough to be the cute little boy that people, you know, write. Yeah, they're too
0: grown to be the cute little boy. And they're not grown enough to be the cute man.
1: They're not Huck Finn. And they're not Conan the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. They're not able to be either. They're stuck in this sort of limbo. Whereas you have just hit like your 10-year stride of being the prettiest thing on on the God's Earth or whatever. So you're at a really big difference in where you're at in status status, just on a biological level and this is simple and this is why from my personal opinion if you are going to do public schools which are in and of themselves kind of a bad idea in my opinion you should not have the genders in the same you can even have them go to the same school but then segregate it down the middle boys on the left hand side and women on the right hand side Mm. because it is a completely weird and unnatural situation by and large, actually.
0: Well, relationships have fallen apart since they started integrating the schools in that way. And you can, you can see it. You can see it. Don't, don't take my word on it. Go back. Look at history. Don't just Google it. Actually start looking at the history and timing it from when they started doing integrated schools and when families started falling apart. And just do the math. Do the math yourself. Because if you just Google it, the answer is going to be like, no, the world's never been better since. Or uh, uh, whatever. But, um, yeah, we're running out of time, so I'm going to wrap her up here. Um, be strong. Be courageous. Be wise. That's the basic message of all of our shows. Um, so until next time, I guess, don't keep your head down. Don't stay quiet. Do keep your powder dry because the shit's about
1: ready to get real. And I'll just go ahead and say... It seems like we were harsh on the women, but we were actually, if you listen, we were even harsher on the men. The men and the women of our people need to be able to come together and embolden and strengthen each other once more. And part of that is admitting where each side has fucked up. Women, we love you. We love you on an instinctual, Just the sight of you makes our backs stand up straighter and we want to do much more just to make you smile just a little bit. That kind of level on an instinctual level. And especially when we're young, as males, we're pretty much putty in your hands. So both sides, both the men and the women need to understand the hand we have in both holding each other up and keeping each other down. We can't talk about masculinity without bringing up femininity. And we can't talk about femininity without bringing up masculinity because these two are linked. And in biblical masculinity, the male simply rules the female. In traditional masculinity, and this has even been mentioned by people who have visited Europe when we were supposedly Christian. They actually thought we were ruled by the female simply because we were courteous and kind to them because we would hold the door open, because we would help them over a puddle, because we would tip our hat to them rather than scold them for daring to show an ankle. We have always tried our best, men and women, to work together for the betterment of our people. We have to stop buying the propaganda and we have to stop trying to cut more wounds into each other. The death by a thousand cuts happened a long time ago and we're trying to resuscitate something very important. Men, we need to grow up. We need to choose to be strong. We need to earn our beards. We need to stop being pussies. We need to stop behaving like children. And women, I'm not going to go ahead and give you a whole long list, but be great. And with that, the Lorekeeper's out.